There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with PlushCare. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. <laughs> oh my goodness, and we're live. Hi, everyone. We're here. We're here. We're here. Um, of course, uh, this is the first live of the group, and we're having some technical issues. Um, Anna is actually in BC, um, hanging with our BC team over there. Uh, Anna is, um, well, she was the manager of the group. Now she's actually sort of the manager of all the groups now that we have a new maintenance group. So next week, we're going to be introducing Kim and you're there visiting Kim, um, just kind of getting her set up and all that. But Anna... Uh, is the one who's going to be doing the spill the teas with me. Um, I love working with Anna because she is just recently off. How much have you lost? I'm at 95 pounds. So at least I got that extra pound for uh, being super great in the summer. Um, so I got rewarded an extra pound. So that was nice. Okay. Um, but I'm still working away, still working away. Yeah. And then of course I lost my weight a really long time ago. And obviously in being the manager of the groups or well-versed on the information, you have your pulse in the group. So what we like to do each week is talk about the week ahead. This is week four. We're in downsizing. Um, she's going to know the kinds of questions that you guys are asking. We're going to kind of talk about it and hopefully give you a bit more insight about it. But I first think people need to hear from you, hear your story. I know it's, it's a bit of a long one because you've been with us for a while now, both you and your husband, David did the program. Anna actually was a nurse, quit her job job because she was such a believer of the program to come work for us which like oh my goodness thank god thank goodness you did um thank and she had me like, like that that you took me in <laughs> <laughs> now you're never allowed to leave so she walks the walk she talks the talk um and so we're here to talk about today so i'm gonna stay a little quiet again we're having some audio issues hopefully you can hear anna just fine but why don't you introduce yourself talk about how you got to know about the program a little bit about your story and then we'll get into talking about which we're going to hear so much about along the way this is not going to be the only time to, to listen to hear about anna's story um you are on the team bio i highly suggest people you know taking taking a minute reading over your story but why you introduce yourself to everyone in the group Anna. so first of all i just want to say if you do visit my bio definitely ask any questions you want i do visit it uh frequently i know that sometimes it does take me a little bit to uh respond to it but i want you guys to know that i'm super open open book here like really i've been through a lot of this journey and i've dealt with a lot of the challenges that are facing you know a lot of you you know so yeah. I really want to make sure that I, I never have said that before, but I always think to myself, you know, what if somebody really wanted to ask a question and yeah. really just wanted my perspective on it, then, you know, feel free, ask me what I did, what I, you know, I'm an open book and I don't have any secrets here. Um, so my journey, I mean, it, it has been a long one, to be honest. <laughs> I um, started in, I started as a member in fall 2020 um, with me, my husband, David, um, you know, we've talked about this before, but to all of you that are new, we kind of did this big overhaul of our life. So, yes. um, you know, we, we had a lot to work on. I was a nurse in the pandemic and I think the pandemic, what it really did was open up all of the, the, 
inconsistencies that we were dealing with and really like put them in the forefront of our mind. And especially with him and me, but him, especially being overweight and like, you know, having high blood pressure, having high cholesterol, you know, being on a sleep apnea machine. And then this respiratory virus comes, I'm like front lines coming home with it. Honestly, it was, it was really, it was a really scary moment. So I mean, you know, even before the pandemic, we started working on finances. We knew that the, um, that, you know, the housing market was rising and where we live and, you know, we really wanted to get in there and, you know, we felt like it was time. We have a family, we wanted to invest. So we started working on our finances where we were really like in debt, you know, really working hard, but I mean, chipping away at it because it's not something that like you get a whole bunch of money and you get out of debt and you figure it out. Like we really had to work hard on it. Um, after that, when the pandemic came, we really worked on smoking. That was one of the big things. Like, of course we knew we were overweight and of course we knew we needed to lose weight, but you know, I also feel like the universe maybe told us that smoking was the first thing to go because I didn't know about you yet at that point. Right. Mm -hmm. So, um, if I had tried a different, a different diet or a different way of losing weight, I feel like we would be having a totally different conversation. So, uh, we, we went in and we, we were like, okay, we need to do one thing at a time. We can't, um, we can't try to do everything at once because yeah. it just, it just never works out. So, um, so yeah, so we quit smoking. Um, that took a whole bunch of time while we were in the process of quitting smoking, which we weren't really there yet. You know, we were, we definitely had started, you know, we were, we were a couple of weeks in yeah, and then a coworker of mine actually walked into work one day looking amazing. And, you know, I'm not a big perceptive person. I didn't realize she was losing weight at like, you know, small intervals or whatever. I just noticed when it was like this big change, you know? Um, so she came in, I'm like, what's going on? Like, holy man, not only did you lose weight, but you're glowing, like shining, you know? And she said, she's like, oh, well, you know, there's this program and you know, it's, it's really just like a healthy eating program. Like, you know, we always are trying to work on our elevator pitch. So she was working on hers at the moment. Um, and I was like, okay, tell me more. And every day I was like, tell me more. Who's this Gina? What's going on? You know, following you on socials, you know, really trying to figure it out. But again, like I said, at the time we were really concentrating on quitting smoking. So I knew that it wasn't time yet. Um, so that was around the spring of 2020. So then throughout the summer, you know, we got better and we got very confident that, you know, smoking was that we were done with that. We were, you know, in a really comfortable place. So we were itching, we were itching to start the program. You know, I had started doing some research on it and, um, but it was that huge break in the summer and we just wanted to get started. So, um, you sent out an email at the time that said, you know, five ways it's now on the podcast. Now it's, you know, on the website. So it's super accessible, but back then it was really only email, um, communication, right? Yeah. We we suck at letting everyone know about the program. (laughs) We're the worst. (laughs) worst. Well, I sleuthed you out. I was like, tell me more. send me her the ends, like everything. I was really, really wanted this because I knew, I knew I wanted to do, like, I knew we needed to change, you know? So it was like any, everything was pointing to this and I really just wanted to get it started. And so did David. So, um, so we got started by, you know, jumping on the water, adding leafy greens, adding vegetables, because we really weren't people who ate vegetables. We had vegetables in the fridge for the kids because, you know, you're supposed to give your kids vegetables. Um, but I'm going to be very honest with you. Very rarely did we touch those vegetables ourselves, um, or leafy greens or anything like that. So, 
you know, goes to show. So yeah. we started, we just started uh, slightly. We added water, we put leafy greens, started eating vegetables, just adding it into our regular routine. Um, so then once the fall group started, um, we were ready to go. Like we were just itching to go. So we were super hardcore that first round. I lost 50 pounds. David, if you can imagine, who had about, you know, 85 pounds to lose, lost it all within the first program. So, yeah. you know, he lost, like, I think it was, I, I the numbers are eluding me right now, but I want to say about 15 pounds just by making those small changes by adding water, adding leafy greens, putting in a couple of vegetables, but still eating the same way, putting yeah. on the bread, putting on the pasta, like all the things, you know, eating at night, all those things. So he had already started losing his body clearly did not want the fat at all. Right. So then once we started the program, he, he, he lost that additional like 70 pounds during the program. Um, and I lost close to 50 pounds. So we both were just super hardcore right into it. Now you didn't lose a whole lot in the beginning, right? Is that, I mean, it's all been a blur. I know we talked about this a million times, but it's all fresh and new because this is fresh and new group, but you didn't lose. When did you start losing? I started losing week seven. Yeah. Um, I started losing actually really late in the program. I was actually really scared because David was losing so fast. Like I told you, just threw in a glass of water and he's like down yeah. 10 pounds. I'm like, oh, poor guy, you know? Melt but a vegetable. I, that's it. <laughs> yeah. Took, a, took one little crown of broccoli and, and he's down <laughs> a pound. Like it's crazy. But, um, and so it was really, it was really frustrating at times. And I think I've explained that to you before and expressed that to you. It was so frustrating because he was losing. It wasn't like I was only in competition with myself and it wasn't a competition. Like I wanted him to get healthy, but it was kind of like, oh, okay, great. So we, I've told you this before. We we went to them in the morning, we'd go to our scale. He'd jump on, oh, I'm down three pounds. And I'd be like, great, that's awesome, awesome. <laughs> And then I jump on and I'm like, oh, I'm up a pound and a half. Great. And I'm just like, okay. And then he would always be like, oh, it's okay. Like, it's not a big deal. And I'm like, okay, no, it's not a big deal. I know it works. I know it works. And I kept telling myself that. Did I believe it at the time? Yes, I kind of did. Now I was going to say no, but actually I did because I saw my friend do so well that I was like, this is my chance. Yeah. Like really, how many times have I tried to diet? How many times have I tried to go through all this? And I never felt like I ever had a fighting chance to actually lose. I felt yeah. like it was always like, it was always like, you're doing it, but you're like, do you ever see really people that are super successful? I mean, yes, here and there, but it's always very far and few between, right? So I yeah. never had that motivation. When, when I see Claudia, you know, my friend who was like, eating donuts in the lounge, but still lost a whole bunch of weight, feeling really good about herself. Yeah. You know, I was just like, I knew it. I knew I, I was like, forget it. I'm going to give it a fighting chance. This is three months, three months, even though I'm not losing, I'm not going to sit there and, and put something in my mouth or, you know, veer off the program at all. I'm going to keep taking my baths and I'm going to keep, you know, trusting my body that it's going to yeah. work and get going, you know? How, like you, so you didn't lose to week seven, but you had faith, but you weren't like, only because you knew someone. Did you have to remind yourself every day to dig in? Like, cause you know, it's exhausting. You're not losing till week seven. Like I know now, and you know, now we all know that it just takes some people longer, but it's totally different. I have so much empathy and sympathy for people who, it makes me nervous. Cause I'm just like, please don't quit. Please don't quit. Please don't quit. Because then what, and if you just hang around, I know it's going to work, but what, like give some people some insight on it. Did you, did you journal? Did you, did you write it out? Like, 
you know, you, you, yes, you showed up and you just did what you need to do. And, you know, I'm a big fan of that, but for people who are really struggling right now in that, and they haven't lost yet, which strike just quite frankly sucks. It doesn't matter if it's normal. It doesn't, you know what I mean? It doesn't matter that we say it a million times a day. It still sucks for them. So that was you. What did you say to yourself? Like, how did you keep showing up? Well, it's the same answer as it is at the beginning, as it is now, is that I kept really focused on what I wanted at the end. Why am I here? It's really digging into that why. And I've said it before and I'll say it, even if you go onto my meet the team profile, I say it, what they're like, what, what is it? Like, what keeps you focused? What keeps you motivated? It was seeing myself at the end where I wanted to be. Yeah, You know, and uh, there were a lot of times later on in my journey, which we can get into where I really had to re- reevaluate my why because it did change. But at that time, I was like, we are doing this, you know, we're doing this because first of all, this, this pandemic is going to kill my husband. Like, that's really, you know, yeah. what a big deal of why we started it. Yeah. But at the end, it was also for what I wanted. I wanted to like, not worry about going on a plane or going on a roller coaster or doing all those things. I wanted to just live my life and not have like this huge stigma around me that I was this like big funny girl and I'm never going to be like the cute one. And I'm, you know what I mean? Like I wanted to get away from that. I wanted to like have my insides shine out to my outside, which I never felt like I had, you know? Yeah. It's you really truly reinventing yourself on so many ways, because if you see a photo, the first time I saw Anna's before photo, I was just like, who is that? Like you could just tell this kind of tough exterior. It's nothing like the person sitting in front of me. I know you did a lot of work. We talked about airplane seats and um, Anna and I talked about this today because I was on the plane and I was sitting in the, you know, the extra leg room where you were in the, the emergency rows. And I was with Sonia and, and I said to her, I looked at the window and I was like, who the hell can fit through that emergency door? And you know, what's so interesting is while, while I was away, I ran into a woman who had a plane scare and she was actually on a plane. The emergency landing equipment didn't work. And so she had to get down head between the knees, all the emergency cars. So it got me thinking, oh my God, like I'm paying attention now. Like what are the emergency exit? I'm sitting in the row. I've sat in that leg room row before. I've seen the door a million times. But then when I looked at it and I said to Sonia, who the fuck's going to fit through this? And she's like, I don't even know if I'll fit through that door. And I'm, it's just I've heard you say it. I've heard other people say it, like just be able to fit in the airplane seat for some people is a big freaking deal. But I don't think it really truly hit me how conscious you are always in your environment everywhere all day long. I mean, I remember, but the truth is to me, when I lost my weight, it was such a long time ago. And I mean, that's great. I've been able to maintain ever since, but, and that feeling in my voice is there, but the all consumingness of it, like you can't even go on a vacation to get away from it because you have to kind of get there and deal with everything that goes on. Like it's a lot. I'm telling you, I was on the plane just now. And I told you this morning, you know, this was my first flight since I lost my weight. I mean, it's been a long pandemic, right. And like, you know, we've been dealing with our things. We've just bought a house, all these things. And, uh, and this was my first flight and I still had that anxiety of going into the seat. Like I'm a single rider, right? So I knew I was going to be paired with a couple beside me, you know, whatever. I got the aisle seat so that I, and I like made these choices based on my old self's body, which is crazy. I even told you that last round where, where we were going to win Wonderland with the kids and, you know, some of the rides, they have these like 
bucket seats, like where you're kind of like, you really stick yourself in there and you have a seatbelt on top of that. So what I always had to do when I was big is I had to grab the seatbelt first, like as I was standing and then sit down holding the seatbelt or else I knew that I wasn't going to be able to reach under me to yeah. get the belt and then you know they're always like hurry up hurry up and I'm like struggling you know what I mean so I still do that at this size where I'm still lifting up the it's so funny that yeah. you don't realize how all-consuming it is until you're it's not anymore which is so crazy and I know I we're gonna well obviously we're gonna keep talking about your story and you know obviously you're bringing so much insight to that but you're still working towards it you didn't lose any weight until week seven you're down almost a hundred pounds where are you at where at your where are you at in your journey and kind of explain that journey because you had some groups where again you crushed it other groups you kind of were hit and miss with it do you know what I mean like if you could like I don't know, like sum it all up <laughs> in the next like 40 minutes. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> just a couple of years, just summed right up. Five easy steps. No, I <laughs> no, I I did. I started really hardcore. Um, my first round was like, you know, it was, it was, it was hard. Like I told you, it was there was no loss until uh, you know, over seven weeks, which was like devastating while I was beside David but at the end I I did it because I was I was leaning in the second round for me which I mean anybody who's on their second round can absolutely understand this it is totally different because it's not it's no longer just do this 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 abc it's now you know you're digging a lot deeper because you're working with a completely different body yeah. and instead of those like quick physical effects from the actual food plan you don't get that as much anymore because you're dealing with like the mental portion of it and you're like and at the same time with your second round you're like so you've, you've done so much the first round that you're almost a lot, like giving yourself a little break. You're like, ah, you yeah. know, first round, I crushed it. I did so good. I really got the information. I know exactly what I'm doing. I'm going in, I'm going in there. You know, I know what I'm doing. I'm totally going to lose another 50 pounds. I'll just be done my journey, like super cocky about it. And then you realize actually this information is resonating a completely different way. Right. I'm dealing with a completely different part. And I wasn't ready for that. I'm going to be really honest. I wasn't ready for that. So the second round, I lost less, but my body changed mm. so much. So yeah. the first round I, I lost, I saw a couple of differences on the, on the photos, but really it was the second round that changed for me uh, physically. And, and I, and I think that I just needed to calm down afterwards i you know with my journey specifically i didn't realize how long my messy middle actually will would be. <laughs> i kept thinking to myself like oh i'm close to the end of my messy middle i'm close to the end i'm not even in my messy middle anymore but i think that there was a lot of psychological work that i had to do on myself mm. when it comes to my relationship with food mm. i think I, and who knows what that's all stemming from. I mean, in my mind, I think it's because, you know, my family was one of those families that didn't really eat out, didn't really have like treats and, and stuff like that. It was more of like European, you got to eat at home and this is what you got to do. You want a burger from McDonald's? Here's a burger from McDonald's, you know, stuff like that. 
Yeah. And, um, and then I think at adulthood, I really, I was like, oh, my mom didn't give me all the things. Now I get to have all the things. And I'm like, yeah. things, 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 you know? Um, and I went like that. So I think that that's where it stemmed from. But honestly, the relationship with food really got disconnected. Mm-hmm. And I, I don't think I realized that until I would say later on, maybe like round three, round four, that's when I really dealt with the, the, the psychological part of it, the mental game of it all, you know? Um, and I I had to, I actually had to, you know, have moments. So I, there was a summer in between a couple of my groups where I really indulged. And that's where I really noticed that I wasn't done yet. Like Mm -hmm. mentally, you know, my physically, I was doing really well. I was down, you know, a whole bunch of weight at that point, but I knew after indulging that summer and allowing Mm -hmm. myself indulge I knew that I had a lot more work to to do the the subsequent um groups I really had to work on that mental portion of it what does food I needed to eat the food at some points and feel calm about it I didn't know how that felt I needed to work on that whole calm part of it so um so it was really a long a long process in that kind of psychological mental part um I just wasn't ready I wasn't ready to be done yeah. And, and in the groups, we're just having a conversation today because we're managing the new maintenance group, which is really cool. And we've kind of really come up with this understanding that there are really four stages to finally end forever. Like you get in your car and you reach your goal weight, but that, you know, physically you're done. Mentally, you're not done. There's like, you've reached your goal. Now you got to give your body time to adjust to your new weight, kind of keep things status quo. And then you have to learn to live with weight loss afterwards in the sense of like, being not and it's not that there's things that you need to do you need to be calm about it you can't be freaking out every time you do have a burger or thing whatever and then punish yourself and it's so easy to fall back into those old habits and then you you get into a place where like I everyone like yeah we want you to get to a place where you wake up you look good you feel good you don't stress about foods you just know you're going to be fine you make choices you offset that you do whatever which of course if you're new to the program we're going to break this down all at the end maintenance and all that there's a lot to it than the before and then the after the eat last the exercise more which is not even about it's a, it's such a you're I think you're the epitome of it's a process and you really want to make life-changing change in your change. And this across the board, like whether it's your finances or smoking or, you know, your relationships with ever, it's all just a matter of staying focused on the end game, I think in the end, but easier said than done for people. Can we talk about the fact of how you felt with week four? Cause this is downsizing week. This is the week that brings up all the feels. So here you were eating the less, doing the thing. You're finally ready, ready for everything to move in week four. And then it didn't. So well, I want to hear your advice for people in week four. I want to hear, you know, how you dealt with that, with yours particular circumstance. And then I want to hear what pe- other people are thinking about that. Where are they at with that? So for downsizing week for me, it didn't, it didn't scare me as much. Um, I, but although I can really appreciate why it scares a lot of people. Um, I think that is just because I didn't have this huge scroll of all the diets I've done. I tried a few, they didn't work and I just kind of passed it. You know what I mean? I didn't, I didn't like stay on Weight Watchers for years or, you know, do all these different things. Right. So, um, so it it hit me a little bit differently. I wasn't super scared of it, but at the same time, when you're talking about downsizing, I feel like you need to talk about mindfulness, which was last week, um, because I did realize later on, which I'll talk about like my first time, but I did realize later on that 
mindfulness is really a lot to do with downsizing. If you don't know what, like how to ask yourself those questions and really feel your body and what satisfaction means, yes. you won't know what eating less than satisfaction means. Yeah, because it's not actually, the, the magic of it isn't in le- eating less. It's bringing that awareness of how you feel and the message that it's sending to your body. And plus it's also all, to me, the whole week is more about bringing up the issues and associations that people do have with dieting. It's not actually about the eating less, less calories, less whatever, because I mean, some people you could be eating a few bites less, but you could be eating food with higher calories and has more nutrient value. And because it has more nutrient value, you're actually feeling sat- more satisfied on those. So it is all about the whole program, I think is about being mindful. It's like, but how do you get people who are so disconnected and not used to not only being mindful, but even prioritizing themselves or even having the luxury of paying attention to themselves when we have to worry about everybody else. You know, no one is making choices in life that feel good to them and work good for them. I remember like just on a life spin going down the rabbit hole of life. I, I know exactly when my life started to veer in a direction that really kind of took me off my path. I mean, it all worked out is when I started listening to other people. Well, you have to do this. You have to do that. Well, you'd be crazy if you did this. You're crazy if you did that. If I just would have made choices that made me feel good, you know what I mean? Like, I think my life would have gone, I think everyone's life would go in a bit of a different direction. So it feels very foreign though, for a lot of people to do that. So I think you're right. Mindfulness about, that's what it's all about. I mean, this is why people circle back around and they're like, I got to do mindfulness again. Yeah. And in my experience, I didn't, I I'm going to be very honest in my first experience. I mean, I read the posts on mindfulness. I did it. Like I, I tried my best. I, I asked myself the questions, but my body didn't respond the way that, I mean, now it does, you know, like now, you know, after so much and so much experience, obviously I was, I was, you know, dealing with whatever. So with downsizing specifically, what I did was I, I, I took bites less. I mean, it was really hard for me because I was one of those finish the food off your plate people. Um, so it was really hard for me. So at first I just took it off as I was plating versus as I was eating, because I knew that I wouldn't be able to, to stop, you know? Um, yeah. So what was hard that you, you weren't in tune or you just, you knew you wouldn't be able to stop. Like what part about it was hard? What was it? I think what was hard that I wasn't in tune. I'm going to be very honest with you. I think that it was the fact that I wasn't in tune and that I was more thinking, um, of what my satisfaction was, but I didn't really know what satisfaction meant. Yeah. you know so it was hard it was it, I mean it wasn't hard physically I, okay hold on let me back up because when I did that downsizing I felt at the end of the week that I could have done better I don't think that I pushed myself as far as I could have went when it came to downsizing so when downsizing part two came on yeah. I was ready to go right so my first one you know, hindsight's always 2020. Always. Yeah. Always 2020. At the time I'm like, Oh, I'm doing it. It's all good. I'm following the rules. It's all good. But then as soon as I was done and hearing all your conversations that you were having in the lives and, and, and in different ways, um, I realized that, okay, I could have pushed myself a little harder, um, when it came to that. And, and I, I don't need to be afraid of that because it is nutrient rich. It is a lot of food in a day. And, just because I ate an excessive amount of food doesn't mean that this is not fueling the body the way it's supposed to do. Right. So yeah, hindsight's always 2020. I think that if I were to give anybody advice about downsizing week is really push yourself. You're here, you're here three months, you know, and 
this is your, especially your first time, you know, second time you're already kind of know what's going on. You you're committed. You've, you've done it. The problem is with the first time is that you don't get to see what happens at the end. Second yeah. time you already see that. Right. So, so like, like we always talk about, we'd love to just bottle it up and give it to people and really see like, this is how it feels at the end. Keep going because this is your end game, you know? Um, so what I would say is push yourself, push yourself. You're here for three months, you know, um, when you're, when you're doing stuff like downsizing and stuff like that, push yourself, put, because you don't want to go back and, and think I could have done better because it, it, it'll bring on a whole bunch more feels than, than if you had just done it from the beginning, you know, then you'll be like, oh, and then it's like that self-sabotaging. And then it's that negative self-negative talk again. And the time's going to, the time's going to go by fast. And that's what that maximizing post is all about. Maximizing is like, there's so many other things you could do. You need to really be all in with those four questions. You need to be mindful and aware, and then you need to maximize in all your efforts. So at the very end, you do know that you did do all the things. And that is probably the biggest advice is that people are like, I could have done it better. They're always asking to go back. You probably did it just fine. I have been told so many times, why can't you just move downsizing to the end? Because it's not about eating less. It's about bringing up the, all of those feels and let's get them out of the way in the beginning. And it's not easy. And this is why we try to prepare people for that messy middle or people being so frustrated or, you know, a lot of people will just take themselves out. They'll be so frustrated. Anna and I talk about this all the time. Like we can only help people to so much extent if they, they, you know, it's there is being frustrated, but then there's just like, and we, Anna and I were like, we know how frustrating it is. Like, we totally get that. Anna's always like, I wish we could just give people a big hug and let them know it's going to be okay. And you're going to get there. But man, there's some hard freaking ass work to do before we get to that point. You know, that's why I think it's so great hearing you. You look amazing. You're absolutely beautiful. Do you know what I mean? You're so calm and, you know, having very real conversations. It's like, how do you get to that? Yeah, I mean, it's to go. And I, I'm going to say something too, you know, to bring it back to maximizing. I think that that's, that was my success for me, I think, you know, because as much as the tweaks were there and I was following the tweaks to the best of my ability, I don't think that I maximized on the tweaks as much as I did on the actual maximizing. So all the other things, like I, like I was super hardcore. I really wanted to get this done. I really did have a strong end game at the end. So I was doing, I was practicing deep breathing. We stopped pretty much watching TV at one point because we were like, I'm tired. I want to take a bath first. And I want to do this. Like we really took this as like, you always say a course, like now it's, now it's a journey at this point, you know, yeah. but that mm -hmm. first round, it was a course to me, you know, I really wanted to, I wanted to ace it and acing. It was going to be, it wasn't for anybody else. It was for myself, you know? Yeah. And I oh. think that that's the biggest thing is that you need to remember it's for yourself, you know? And and, and do the things, do the things you're here for three months, do the things, see how it is play with your body. This is our, like a, finally a chance to like, actually see the end game. Like, you know, all these befores and afters still to this day, I it's, it's a funny thing to me that befores and afters, yeah. because I'll show them to David before I like post it in the group or whatever. And I'm like, is there really that much of a difference? Like, do I really like, is it, he's like, you look like a totally different person. And if you had talked to me at the beginning, I would have sat there and told, if we had spilled the teas my first round, oh my God, what a different conversation. I'd be festering. I'd be talking about how it's not fair that he's getting, you know, uh, he's, he's on the scale and he's losing weight. Like it was not easy. There was times that I remember there was this one time, a friend of mine, we went for like a picnic um, by the lake or whatever. 
and and they ordered pizza and I had to like I had my nuts I'm eating my nuts and I'm trying to like I'm trying I'm trying so hard and I'm like I really want this done to the point that I had to excuse myself it was one of those pivotal moments in this in this point where I was like oh my god like make this choice make this choice what are the, what's the choice you're going to make Anna you can sit there and you can have the pizza um and then or you can just you can just eat your nuts and keep going with yourself but yeah. That being said, later on in life, I had to have that pizza and I had to be calm with that. But I mean, everything happens for different people. It was that defining moment where you were choosing, am I going to keep going for the instant gratification, things I've always done, or am I going to make a different choice? Let's just stop and talk about that right there. Cause I know there are some people doing it with their spouses, with their friends, whatever. Um, how do you, words of wisdom for, for, cause you know, we've, we've had friends in the past who would sign up and, you know, some would start losing, some wouldn't start losing. And then it's this big thing. How come we're not all losing? Well, we try to explain because you all have different bodies and different backgrounds different things going on, different needs. But how do you, I mean, again, we could talk about how it's normal, but how, any words of wisdom to help people reconcile that? You might be doing with a friend or a spouse who's already losing, they're not, or maybe they're losing and they're, they're you know, their spouse is not like, you know, what, how did you guys work that out? Because I, I know you wanted to kill David some days you know, and <laughs> yes. So listen, I, first of all, what I want to tell those people who that is their situation is my, I have shivers just talking to, to them because it is not easy yeah. and you need to recognize that it's not easy and you need to be mm. kind of okay with that. It's not easy because it's not anybody sits there and goes, Oh, it's okay. It's okay. Yeah, it's okay. Well, you're not the one who is like watching somebody melt away and you're working like probably twice as hard sometimes, some yeah. days, you know, and not getting that gratification. So I just want to, I want people to know that it's not, it's not fair. Okay. Yeah. First of all, like we recognize yeah. that it sucks. It sucks so bad. So we're there for you. But at the end of the day, you're doing this for you and, and you, you can't compare yourself to anybody else. You know, your body's going to be different than anybody else's. And what's my word of words of wisdom keep going because you need to remember what you're here for not what you're you're as a team here for you need to do this for you and and whether that takes you double the time that the other person does i mean it's everybody is different i don't know even how to like give that words of wisdom you're allowed to you're allowed to be like we recognize that it's challenging yeah but this is your journey and it's, it's about what you want at the end. So that's what you need to focus on. Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. How to get 30, 30, to get 30, to get 20, 20, 20, to get 20, 20, to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month? So Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Ready to start talking to your kids about financial literacy? Meet Greenlight the debit card and money app that teaches kids and teens how to earn, save, spend wisely, and invest with your guardrails in place. Parents can send instant money transfers, automate allowance, and more. Plus, keep an eye on spending with real-time notifications. Join more than 6 million parents and kids building healthy financial habits together on Greenlight. Get your first month free at greenlight.com ACAST. That's greenlight.com ACAST. 
And I know no one wants to hear it, but I feel like if someone, what, what's, I mean, some people are just jerks and, and whatever, and don't handle, handle situations well, you have every right to be upset. But if so, what's, what's happening with someone else is really bothering you, there's a message in that for you. What is it about this that is bothering me about it? And to me, you have to go into the feels of it. You can't just be, it's fine, it's fine, I'm fine, I'm fine. Well, you're not. And so you got to internalize it and be like, what is it? Like, you're happy for David. You love it. You wanted David to do this. Yes. You probably originally wanted to do it for him because he had health issues and you were concerned about them. And now he's doing great. And at the same time, you're pissed or you're upset because it's not happening for you. Do you know, like, I'm, I'm a big fan of going into the fields. You're, you're, you're never going to go wrong, but go, you have to go into the fields. You, you can't, I'm always saying you have to walk straight through the fire. You, you can't go around the fire. You got to work straight through it. You got to own your fields. And I think that's sometimes that's a big part of it is allowing yourself like be frustrated about this program you're allowed to be frustrated about your journey but don't take yourself out of the game don't stop don't let it stop you from still showing up and doing the things that you need to do because then you're just frustrated and doing nothing about it which is just going to lead to more frustration yeah and I think that there's something to be said about not being pissed like I mean I was pissed at times but it was I was never pissed at David I would always communicate, like keep that community. If you are doing it as a partner, even whether it's your spouse or whether it's a friend of yours, keep that communication open. Don't shy, don't shy away from, from communicating your frustrations Mm. to that person, because Mm. you're doing this as a partnership. You're not doing this as a competition. And in it's like, it's like the whole women supporting women. This is something totally like whatever off the topic, but it is kind of like that because you need to, you need to celebrate other people's successes in Mm. order to even see your own successes Mm. and maybe talking about it and having that conversation with your partner, you know, whoever you're dealing with, maybe that'll start bringing up instead of putting a block with not communicating, maybe you'll start realizing the great things that are coming out of it, like the non-scale victories, or what am I doing differently? Or maybe you're troubleshooting with your friend versus totally staying away from them and being like, oh, I'm pissed off because they're losing and I'm not losing, you know, have that communication, use that board. You guys signed up for a reason together because you guys thought that you can hold each other, you know, accountable or like be together with each other or whatever and, and shoot off ideas with each other. Keep that communication open. Don't cut it off and don't get in your own way. Oh, I love it. I love it. Yeah. Okay, let's circle back to downsizing. What are the common themes people are talking? Because every group, you know, has different conversations and different themes, right? Like same thing, group over group over group, but little different nuances. So where are people at with downsizing today? How are they feeling about, it? especially after Thanksgiving? <laughs> I think there's a lot of conversation. Well, you know, after Thanksgiving, I mean, I think your lives though have been really helpful, even to me. You know, where you're like it's Thanksgiving. It's okay. You know, like you could just have the Turkey, have the pie, move forward from it. So I think that there, I mean, if it helped me, I know that it it resonated with others in their own journeys, you know? Um, I think with downsizing this round, there's a lot of people, I think in the program in general, this round, I think there's a lot of people really questioning it more so in this round than any other. Yeah. Where it's like, well, how do I tell like what's going on? Like, I, I need to, I, I need more information on this. And it's kind of like, well, we don't have information. I mean, we have all the information. I can tell you all the information, but really it is individual and it's how your body's responding. And, and we're just kind of telling you 
you know, what to do to get your body to respond. So it's kind of your job to gather that data, put it in and like really start using it as you move forward. So I think there is a lot of people questioning it. I think there still is that camp that is feeling challenged with the whole diet mentality in their, in the, in the background of their mind, you know, and, and the fact that we're downsizing, cutting portions that comes up a lot, cutting, cutting. Oh, I cutting. can't stand that word. Nowhere in any of our information does it talk about cutting portions. We are downsizing. We are doing the, ah, it makes me all jiggity. I start twitching. I I'm like, it's not cutting anything. It's but being that's mindful. Why I mentioned it. That's why I mentioned it, right? Because it is, it, it's, it's hard to watch because you're not doing it. You need to. They're resisting it. The resist, they're straight up resisting it. They think it's bullshit or they're sketchy because it's a diet. Like it's a fucking diet. It's to help you lose weight. Call it a diet, call it a lifestyle. You are going to have to do things to step out of your comfort zone in order to make change. You're going to have to get uncomfortable. We are talking about food. You just can't keep eating everything you want to eat and expect the scale to move. But there is a rhyme and a reason. I think a big part of that stems from we have been pushing rhyme and reason from the get because one week leads into the next, leads into the next, leads into the next. Like people are like, oh, I'm just starving myself. You, we, for four weeks, you ate to satisfaction. Like no one's starving anybody around here. I think that diet mentality and belief is so strong. Yeah. People don't have any trust. They got zero trust. And I don't blame them. I do not blame them because they have been promised the world. And all we can do is hope that people see things differently. But I know that people are still counting, weighing and measuring. We'll get, well, how much nuts, how much should I leave on my plate? And I'm just like, you're resisting it. You have to believe in the mind body connection being real. And you have to come on, understand that you're not going to do this by math. Do you know what I mean? You can't yes. count your weight and measure yourself into a healthy lifestyle or make and making real change. I know people want that, but you can't have it. And, yeah, and it's hard because if they saw the progression of the whole, we should almost like do an infographic or of a thing that would kind of encompass all the different things, but there's so many freaking things we're so going to be doing throughout the next few months. It's so difficult to really explain the process behind people, but yeah, I think it's just resistance. I also think people are being more like when we get new people in, they're becoming more like, this is our 17th group. So they're becoming more and more jaded. The now, now what's head going into their head is diets don't work. Diets don't work. Diets don't work. You're going to gain it back. You're going to gain it back. You're going to gain it back. So we're really fighting a lot and people are fighting a lot because they're fighting against the belief system or what the diet industry tells you. I was talking about this on the live where you know, you, you start losing weight and you're being healthier than you ever have. And all of a sudden your friend's like, oh, you're still doing that diet. Like, yes, Sally, I've been on it for a month. I got 60 pounds to lose. Of course, I'm still fucking doing it. Like there's so much from the outside world that is causing you to question it all. That's why, yeah. that's why I love, we have a beautiful team of people who are here and ready to answer all the questions that you have. Okay. Yes. Yeah, so obviously I'm passionate about that one. Where else? What else? I, I just think, you know, in that, on that note, like what, like my biggest advice for this program is forget everything, you know, mm -hmm. that's what my biggest advice is just hearing you say that forget everything, you know, yeah. about diets and about all of the things, you know, and then just, just do it and see what happens. You know, mm -hmm. I mean, the, the chances are, you know, somebody who was successful in yeah. this, program. Yeah. you know, if you're here right now, chances are somebody's referred you, whether it was a great conversation that they sold you on, you know what I mean? Or it was the fact that you saw somebody after a while and it was like, oh my God, you're blown away, right? Yeah. You've got to know that it works. So what you need to do is remember that this is different yeah. than anything out there. And it's not 
smoke and mirrors, it is different. I mean, David, he lost all in one group. So the whole time that I've been in journey, uh, like in my journey, I don't know, fall 2022, how many groups is that? That's, that's a lot of uh, groups, but David's been maintaining and he's not been maintaining by doing the, the, all the things that I'm doing. He's maintaining by just living his life, not thinking about it and knowing the concepts and, you know, adding them into his life just because they become habits. It's not even something that he has to think about every day. It's, it's actually really inspiring to watch him because I watch him and I'm like, oh, that's nice. You got some cookies or whatever. It's always Oreos, right? Like, because it really is. If you ask him, it really is Oreos. But, um, you know, he'll have something and he'll be like, yeah, yeah, no big deal. But then other days he's like, doesn't touch it, even though he can, like he can have whatever he wants, you know? And it's just, it, it's really inspiring to see that calm. And I really, I'm now feeling it. So I love it. Like I'm, just, I'm thriving in it. Um, yeah. But you don't see it for a really long time until you're kind of where you're, where you're supposed to be at. So, yeah. So I just want to say, forget about everything that you know about the diet industry uh, before you come into this diet, which I mean, we're already in. So I hope, I hope yeah. people already see that. Um, but just there's so much more exciting things to come. Um, yeah. In downsizing, what can I say about downsizing? Just push it, push it. And remember that this is one week, one week. And we're really right back to satisfaction. Yeah. Right back. You know, yeah, and so which, you're not damaged. Sorry, go ahead. And people are going to notice that we're, we're decreasing the amount of food your body is used to consuming. And just because it's used to consuming that doesn't mean it needs that amount. So we're going to decrease the amount your body's used to consuming. And you're going to notice that naturally, when we go back to satisfaction that week, your portions are actually smaller naturally. And it freaks some people out. They get freaked out. Well, I can't eat all the, my food that I make anymore. I'm like, okay. And <laughs> that's you know what I mean? I think they're surprised. And I think as they go, they become more and more surprised that their body's on their side. I think also that's a big one. Did you come into the process thinking your body was fighting you? Like, did you just think? Yeah, I mean, I, I did definitely as I was going through and not losing the weight, especially at the beginning, I felt like my body was not on my side. Um, but I kept having to try to put trust in the program. I, I almost lost trust in myself before I lost trust in the program because I, I knew it kind of worked. You know what I mean? Right. Um, I, I lost trust in myself a little bit. So um, it wasn't uh, it, it was it was it was it was challenging, I have to say. But, you know, th- it was all worth it. Like, at the end where I'm at, like just how comfortable it all is. All of these things that we did, the downsizing, all the new tweaks that are going to be coming down the pipeline, they all meant something. And whether it's physical fullness or the way that we do things physically, or you can totally be on the other perspective and it could be like a mental thing that you're, you're battling at that moment. You know, you just never know how it's going to end up. I think it's such an important thing because, and and this is why, like we did give you an overview of the program. You can skip ahead and read in the book or the app, but each week is meant meant to approach weight loss from a variety of different angles, physically to rewire how your body's come to function and mentally, like it's, it's meant to bring up the feels and each week is going to bring up 
new things that you're going to be dealing with and that it's all about the feels it's it's not about just do what you do what you need to do you're going to lose the weight but the, the sustainability part of it the, the the maintenance part of it, at the end of your journey the the being calm in social situations and calm around food and being in tune to your body's needs that's all mental man that whole thing is mental um you quit your job to come just get a backstory for people who you know this is the first time seeing you quit your job to be part of the program you've been here for a couple of years now um what do you got to say about the whole process well first of all i'm a nurse and i love i love nursing okay i just want to tell everybody that i didn't you know yeah. you hear about a lot of nurses leaving because of the pandemic that wasn't me okay yeah. i want to throw that out there and make that very clear um i loved nursing even during the pandemic as as challenging as it was um i was always there for the patients i was always there for the greater good I really, really, really want to help people. You know, yeah. um, when I started doing this program, I just, I knew it was different right away. And then all I thought to myself is like, imagine, you know, I'm helping X amount of people yeah. a day on my shift. Imagine if this gets to like a worldwide thing where literally everybody, you know, minus your socioeconomic status, minus what country you're from, minus blah, 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 all the factors like can actually have sustainable weight loss that is actually healthy. And it's not just some bullshit that you have to do and like weird shit and eat weirdly and then yeah. keep going for the rest of your life. Like I knew that this was going to help. So the first thing, the first thing I did was I applied to become a part-time vibe ambassador at the time. Now we're program specialists. Um, I, I, I was full-time, but I knew that I really wanted to commit some time um, here. So I did that for one group and then there was a call out. Yeah. So who wants to be full-time? I'm like me, pick me because I want to be part of this. And not only do I want to yeah. be a part of this, I want to, I want to help you, you know, create change in the world. Cause I really do believe in the change that it can make potentially. And I mean, since I've started in a full, in this full-time role, we've even seen, you know, how many people we're helping, how much word is going around about this program. You know, uh, my doctor, like we went to go after David, David had, was the one with health issues. I was really overweight, but my, my blood work was always kind of decent. Like my vitals were always kind of decent. David always struggled. So when he went back and got his blood work done after the fact, when he was kind of done and in maintenance, literally we're like celebrities in our doctor's office. They're like, oh my God, like this is yeah. the people who like totally turned it around. And we're like, yeah, this is like an easy way to do it. Mm -hmm. You know, it's crazy. So now they have it. And now you hear people, like I'll talk to somebody, for example, a neighbor of mine, you know, we're talking and I'm telling her about the program. I'm super pumped. I'm super excited. And she's like, yeah. So then she goes and she mentions it to her doctor. Turns out her doctor already knows it, you know, like that's yeah. amazing, you know, yeah. this is spreading. And the reason why it's spreading is not because it's not sustainable. It's because this is actual real change for people. And yeah. I'm helping 25,000 people, you know, in a three month period, I'm not helping any more six people in a day. So that's why I committed to it. And obviously I'm just as passionate as you are. At this. <laughs> we well, have this. 
Sometimes Gina even has to tell me to calm down. Imagine that. You know what I mean? Well, I think it's important for me to sit up here and be the face and to talk to people that I get it. It's not all about me. Like I wouldn't even know if I would trust me. And this is why we have, we're going to have spilling the tea. We're going to bring on members. We're going to talk to people who are struggling. People are crushing it. Every We're going to have very real conversations about it. And I think it's important for people to understand that beyond even weight loss, Anna has a vision to take this to really help people get healthier and healthier. And at the end of the day, that's where her passion lies. This is why we hooked up with the University of Ottawa. They're actually, we got a two-year government grant to study the program because there really is something to it. I want people to understand that when we we sit around like when I say we don't sit around in boardrooms trying to figure out how can we make more money how can we do this we actually talk about how can we actually help people how can we level up which reminds me so did you see the new so today we put out a new ad we have been just growing by word of mouth the last group we actually we, we stopped membership we cut it off we, we could have sold more memberships made so much money Anna and I talked about this and we're like where are we at and she was like we need a minute with all of it like we, we can't keep growing and growing and growing and in a way that we can't like really more effectively help the people who are signing up so you know we are ready to to put it out to the to the world we're like we're so confident in it but at the same time a little nervous about it so we have this uh, we just did this ad I have this great graphic team and but it, you know what it is about the community the whole vibe when I first saw it. So you can head over to my socials and watch it today. I totally cried. I don't think I'm going to cry about it. Like my team was like, I want to show you something. And I just burst out crying. And I just like to see where we have come and where we're going and all the people that we've helped in between. And I just want to say, cause I know we are short on time, but we, if you're listening and watching to this, we actually really do care. We, we, our goal around here, we, we've been there ourselves. We know what it's like. We know how all consuming it is. Like we, we really want to help you in every way that we can to make sure every single person who starts this group finishes. We know there's a lot to it. We know so many of you are going to want to quit. We know the frustration. We know the feels. And this is why every single person on the team has done the program. They know the program. They've been there. And that's why I think is really important when it comes to these spill the tea sessions like so many people talking about you got to watch them such a big part of them but I think for so many reasons it's not even about us obviously I wanted you guys to meet Anna those of you who didn't know who she was and know her story um but I would highly suggest that you watch these moving forward because I think that we always get so many people coming and how they resonate because how do you manage 25,000 people and all their different stories and backgrounds and issues and cultural issues and backgrounds and physical issues and backgrounds and all of it it's a lot right it's, it's truly a lot so i'm looking forward to the next few weeks um anna what's your what's your words of wisdom moving through the rest of week four push it i'm gonna say it again uh, my favorite song push it i think that that's my so yeah i'm gonna say push it i'm gonna say you're here for three months you know really dig deep use that maximizing pose revisit it every week yeah. You know, yeah. definitely do what you need to do. Do the things that, you know, are mentioned in the guidelines and are mentioned in the posts. And yeah. if you need to review my second biggest tip, ask your questions to us. You know, what you said about, you know, our team, like literally me and Gina will sit on the phone talking about one person who's struggling and how we're going to help her. Like, for a long time. Like it's no joke how much we really, really want you to be successful. Yeah. If you are finding yourself festering, if you are finding yourself with question marks in your head, do not hesitate because all of us have been there and all of us want to see you succeed. So yeah. let us, you know, give us that, give us that privilege to uh, like to yeah. help you. 
You know, it really is a privilege. Like we want to see the success, the whole team, not just me and Gina, the entire team. You know, we yeah. all want that, that, uh, that you to be successful. So use it. It's here for you, you know? Um, yeah, do all the things, push it, you know, really, you know, keep working on that mindfulness. Even if your body is not talking to you um, mm. and not, you know, you're not resonating with the four questions, keep, keep at it them keep yes. asking them one day it's going to be like the oh. quick it's almost like when you're this is a really weird analogy I always have weird analogies but you know it's like when your nose is stuffed and you don't know life without a stuffed nose and you're like my nose is stuffed forever and I don't I'll never get rid of my nose is the same thing with this like you 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 just like it's gonna it's gonna be done it's gonna yeah. be done so soon until you don't even remember that you had the stuffed notes. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. Work on it. Know that it's coming. Like just know that you're there, but you're I know it's a weird analogy. But you know, you know, the whole point <laughs> is that you you are so hyper focused on that nose. And later on you totally forgot that you even dealt with that yeah. like hardship. And that's what you need to do with this downsizing is that you know don't like I know you're hyper-focused on it and you're worried about it and these four mindfulness questions. And then one day it's all going to click and then you're going to forget that you didn't even know it. Yeah. Because it's going to become so natural. And it you sticks know? with you. And once you make that connection, it doesn't like go away, you know, but some of you have spent 20, 30, 40 years of your life disconnecting from yourselves, not, not eating when you're hungry, not sleeping when you're tired, not do you know what I mean? Not drinking water when you're thirsty, like actually purposely going against your intuition, starving, depriving, making choices that you knew didn't feel good for you, doing things for other people. We spend so much of our lives completely disconnecting. But once you make that connection, that's what all, that's what all those self-help books and stuff that like the, the libraries and bookstores full of like how to ground yourself, how to be in the moment, how to reconnect, how to strengthen your mind-body connection. It's all the same shit. Pay attention to yourself. Show yourself some love. Make choices that make you feel good in the end. End, right so i love it we got to go we could talk for hours but we're going to be back next tuesday uh we're going to break down talk week five um we're going to be joined by the new group manager kim um and anna's there visiting her right now so we're going to introduce her of course she has an amazing story and then moving forward we're going to be on uh week to week to week on mondays we're going to be highlighting our leaving loser spotlights we're going to be talking about real people who've done the program where they're at it's a great opportunity to watch because they share tips we're going to invite them on we're going to chat about it we are going to laugh. We are going to cry. We're all going to go through this messy middle together. And hopefully we're going to all be there at the end. So I hope you join us next week, next time. And thank you so much. So thanks for everyone for watching. I uh, will see you tomorrow. Yes. So <laughs> glad to be back. And yeah, see you later. <laughs> Bye. Thanks everyone. Have a good night. Thanks, Anna. Yes. Thank you. Small details are big surfaces. Tight corners are odd shapes. Flat rounded, textured, or tall. Whatever your next project, there's a spray paint pattern that's just right. Because Rust-Oleum's new Custom Spray 5-in-1 gives you control with five different spray patterns. So you can tackle nooks, crannies, edges, and curves without worrying about drips, runs, uneven coverage, or anything else. Custom Spray 5-in-1. Only from Rust-Oleum.